I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Yes, it is. And people, 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 Brian is fired up. I don't know what's going on. He came into this episode with a bunch of good energy. Um, he's just over here. He's got his Michael Jordan <laughs> Chicago Bulls jersey on wearing nothing underneath it. I haven't seen a white boy wear a jersey since freaking Steve Nash. I don't know what's going on over here. That is a 1998 replica Michael Jordan jersey. Listen, this is this is the NBA Finals championship jersey. I'm a champion. Listen, we've got the jersey on for a reason. We're gonna roll with it. Kev, do you see what's did going you just, on? Did you just get this jersey or something? No, I've had this jersey for about 12 and a half years. It still fits you. Pretty tight. Yeah, don't fucking worry about the size of this. Courtney didn't bring it up, neither should you. But we've got some news. We've got a lot going on. First and foremost, guys, I must apologize. I was extremely wrong about the Harold Varner and Bubba Watson matchup. You can dismiss everything you heard last week from my end. Kev, I think he had it like plus like 300 or something like that. They Listen, don't listen to me. That's fine. I fucked that one up. That's on me. I'm going to own it. Right off the bat. The second they put out that TikTok that was like, we are best friends. I was like, I'm fucked. This, can I cash out now, DraftKings? Can I please? No. They Is this their me. first year playing together? We may have already went over yes. this last No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They had never played together before. Harold Varner had missed the cut four times in this event. I was like, there's no chance. No. Yeah. Well, fuck me. And that's what happens in the, uh, the world of betting. Well, if you want to know how big of a mush I am, I forgot to put my bets in. <laughs> so I didn't even hit it. Oh, <laughs> I was looking on Thursday. I was like, oh, this is looking, or it was either Thursday or Friday. I'm like, oh, this is looking pretty good. And then like strolling through my open bet. I'm like, what the fuck? I never put this wait, through. Wait, did you never put, well, I guess Horschel. I put some win, winners. But... I put some winners. I had that ticket in. It wasn't anything crazy though. It was like <clears throat> plus 700 maybe. Mike Price had him plus 4,000 to start the week. He was, uh, <clears throat> which I'm going to have to talk to him about that. Because now that I'm thinking about it, plus 4,000 does not sound accurate for Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. I'm thinking they were probably more uh, plus. No, they might have been plus 2,000. That's what he might have had him at. But, that um, could be what it was. Uh, um, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up because I'm going to take a look at. I, I think they were plus 2,000. Could be around there. <clears throat> That's all right. I'll sit my beer. Plus twelve hundred. All right. His um there's a two in there though. So it's yeah, his bets might have been um first round for plus four thousand. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. But um dude, wild week in golf. My bets all sucked. This is not something that we had said going going forward that we were gonna be bullseye on. Listen, guys, this is team event. Anything can happen. Um, granted, like the second best team in the field won. So I guess not anything can happen. They fucking Dude, honestly, it, though, this was kind of the first tournament of the entire year where like a favorite. Well, I shouldn't say that because I guess Scotty is like now kind of like a favorite because he's been winning so much. But I feel like there hasn't been any of like those top but, couple like betting wise guys that won. And like those guys were just like dominant. Right. But the. The favorite was Hovland and um, Morikawa, which Mar I don't understand why. Like, obviously, they're both very good. I feel like they've both been a bit off the last month or two. Well, I just didn't understand why their odds were, like, Shoffley and them were so much lower than Morikawa. Like, right. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty even playing field. But, yeah, all yeah. my bets sucked, so. Yeah, I didn't – I mean, I had, I had Varner, Watson, and I had – Burns, Horschel, and then all my others were, I, I don't know. Like I, we were saying this last week, that's such a tough tournament to like, we're not used to, I mean, it's, it's in, tough to pick winners or people to play, place in golf tournaments anyway, but when there's two people involved, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Teams events are tough. Definitely for sure. Um, I had before Sunday started, I just threw a little on Burns and Horschel to be winner without, you know what I mean? They were plus 150. So I was like, all right, why not? Let's winner without uh can't lay shuffle. Yeah. Is that what sorry. You're yeah, sorry. I bet them to come in second place. 
Essentially, yeah. Um, okay. and, and in tournaments, like when they're, you know, the leader's got a five, six stroke lead, they'll typically do that. They'll just reset the odds, be like, all right, listen, no one's going to win besides this guy. What else do you guys think? Let's, let's run it from there. Yeah. I, um, I didn't really get to watch a ton of the tournament. Like, I, I don't know, like I was, I had a busy weekend. I played golf both days. We were doing a ton of shit around the house and like stuff like that. So I didn't really watch a ton, but it's honestly crazy that they shot as low as they did, especially with two rounds being alternate shot. Alternate oh. is like the hardest format to play golf. Kev, I completely agree. Um, it, it blew my mind. Like I was expecting that for, you know, four ball because guys can just go after it and you just take the, yeah, you can get aggressive, but with alternate shot, you have, you had so many pairings like Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman after like three holes, they were two over because listen, if somebody puts it into the shit and like not out of bounds, like in the woods. So like now you've got to hit out or maybe you hit a tree or like, it is definitely a, a very interesting um, format to play golf. And I, you know, I'm surprised as lo- they were able to shoot as low as they, they did. And, but I, I will say as a leaders, they, they left the door open a little bit before they made the, the turn on the back nine. They had a couple, well, going into the back nine and on the back nine, had a couple bogeys. It, it left it open for Burns. It, it, oh, dude, I was, refreshing my, I was refreshing my ESPN <laughs> app like every 15 minutes on Sunday. I'm telling you that much right now. I was seeing that too, and I was getting pretty excited. And I was also kind of keeping, uh, I don't know, dude, but by the time Sunday came around, there was like, maybe three or four teams that maybe had a chance like Shoffley and Cantley had what, like a four stroke lead off second place going into Sunday. And then there was only three other people with three other teams, maybe within like seven or eight strokes of them. It was something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Right? I, I think it was five going into Sunday, but still same thing. Um, right. The first group with Higo um, or I think it was Higo. Um, they fell off right away. Yeah. Burns and Horschel. They, they stayed there. Like it, they just, they, they crept around. Right. And listen, they put the pressure on, um, it, they didn't have, they didn't do enough, but I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Alternate shot is always super interesting. Cause yeah. You know, see, I like watching alternate shot, but I feel like it would almost be better if they did alternate shot on days one and three. And that, cause I feel like scores end up, being so close to par when you're playing alternate shot. Whereas like the two man or the four ball or whatever, like you post some low numbers. So like there's like these big discrepancies on Saturday and it creates that huge gap. And it's so hard to make up strokes on, it would be almost more interesting if it was like going into four ball again on Sunday and like you, a a group could post 10, 11, 12 under and like creep up and potentially win. I feel like it made it a little bit more anticlimactic. No, for sure. And I bet anti-climb yeah and on sunday i bet against group cantley just for that reason alone i figure they're going to be playing more protective they're not going to go for things um and you know that covered it's when you have a lead like that there's no way you're going to start risking things when you've got five up over the field you're going to do whatever you can do just to put the ball in the fairway try to hit the green if not miss in a good landing zone and get up and down you know they only had one bogey going into sunday and sunday they had three or something like that two yeah i mean i i know they had two bogeys back to back um but it's just you know you you play the hand that you're dealt and i don't want to make a different you know sports reference i guess if cards is sports but it's like that it's just it is what it is you 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 play the hand or dealt. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. Like a lot of guys aren't, I wouldn't say they're not comfortable playing with a lead. Like obviously going into Sunday, you have a four or five stroke lead. You're probably going to feel good, but it's also I'm like, not. no, like I would hate that. Like at that point, it's your tournament to lose. And like every shot is a pressure packed shot. Add on to that pressure that you're also doing alternate shot with your buddy who like, you're also going to fucking let hit you're like, you're not just going to like lose it for yourself. You're going to lose it for him too. So it's like, there seems like there could be a lot of pressure having that kind of cushy lead on a Sunday. And they almost 
Absolutely. And, but the thing about that is, and you and I, I think touched on it last week. There's no saying, sorry. There's no, like mm. my bad. There's, it already happened. No one wants to hear it. The, and as a pro, they already know it. It already happened. Let's move on. I'm going to hit the next shot that I'm dealt. And I am done saying the word dealt for this fucking uh, episode. I'm done with that. But you been to the casino lately, Brian? What's going on? No, nah, I got the itch. But anyways, no, it truly is. Like, if you hit a bad shot, you move on. It, y- your partner accept it. It would be the same thing. Well, maybe in our group matches, it might not be the same thing because we'd be like, Kev, are you fucking serious? What, what are you doing? You Did you not get the fucking uh, yardage right with your pinned rangefinder? It's funny, too, because, like, <laughs> we, we will give each other shit before the next person goes and hits their shot. And, like, you and I walking up to our ball, we have no fucking clue where this ball is going to go. It's like you would think the pros yeah. would be the ones who could be, like, giving their partner shit because they're going to be able to stand over their ball and basically put it where they want. But the world's backwards, and so are we. Um, that's dude, right. How much of a fucking square is Cantley? By the way, he seems like the least desirable. He's like the new Webb Simpson to me. Like he's like the just like the most vanilla, least desirable guy to have a beer with on tour. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, Webb Simpson. Unfortunately, I have to agree with this, even though he's on my fantasy team. It it, it seems like he puts sunscreen on even when it's raining. Um, he just, I I agree with you. Like Cantley, I, I, I don't know. He's he, he doesn't bring it, and the PGA needs to bring it. He's definitely not going to the Saudi, um, which is fine. I'm not, you know, trying to advocate for Saudi, but come on. I, come on, buddy. Like, you're a top 10 golfer in the world. Come on, give us something. Have some, have some swag. Have some on, personality. Some like, you're, he's just a fucking square. Like, the guy sleeps with his socks on. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. He seems like a weirdo. That's basically what I'm getting at. Like, I just feel like you never really – he always just seems like he's almost in this trance. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, he's like looking, he's talking to the reporters, asking him questions, but he's not talking to them. He's talking like through them. (laughs) Like he just hears the voices, doesn't see the people. Yeah, no, no, I hear you. Um, But he's a hell of a golfer. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say I dislike him, but it's just like, I don't know. He's just, He's just kind of like a boring guy. Like I, I want someone with some more, like I'd love like JT, like he's a perfect, I'd love for JT to be more successful because I like, he's a personality. Same with speed, like those guys. I completely agree. Kev, we've got, um, we got a lot to talk about. We both <laughs> golfed. We, we both golfed last week. Listen, there was a, uh, there was a pickup. We, we talked about it last week that there might be, there might be a pickup. Hold on. Let me just turn around real quick. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I know about it, but tell me about it. God, look at those arms. Kev, describe to me what you see here. I see something that's making me severely jealous. I'm basically trembling over here. I see a head cover with a shaft coming out of it, and the head cover says tailor-made stealth. Do you care to elaborate, Brian? That's right, Kev. That is right. Listen, we did do a little upgrade. For the listen, for the pod alone. But Kev, let me let me tell you right now, that tailor made stealth head cover, that's not on my driver. My Yankees head cover is on the tailor made stealth driver. Wow. All right, listen, I I don't need listen. And this is the way I played this past weekend. I don't need people coming up and saying, "Oh, you've got the stealth." Let me. I, no, I listen. Let my drives show what I've got. All right. Don't come up to me and listen, you want to talk about the podcast? I'll talk about the podcast all day. I drop, I, I drop business cards in the rough. Listen, don't come up just because you see a head cover that you think it's fancy and you want to make a conversation. Sorry. No, not interested. Listen, we fucking pipe fairways. We pipe greens and we're out here doing the damn thing. So yeah, the kid made an upgrade. The kid said he was going to make an upgrade. Kev, I was saying we were going to upgrade. I alluded to it. It finally came in the mail. Guys, I have been leaving these breadcrumbs, these 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 stealthy breadcrumbs, essentially. Stealthy breadcrumbs. Dude, you told me multiple – you kept talking about how it, like, it was a potential idea that you were going to get this drive. You're like, oh, the stealth's going to happen. The stealth's going to happen. And, like, you were leaving breadcrumbs, but, like, the way you left these breadcrumbs, you were like – 
oh, like, yeah, like the stealth's going to happen. But like, I thought you were just kind of being like a little bit sarcastic. Maybe you're going to order it in a month or two. And then you send a pick. You're like, oh, I took everything in me not to tell you. Like, I'm like, how do you not tell me that you were in a stealth? Bro, they, they were on backward. Listen, we had to, we had to keep it, we had to keep it quiet. We needed, we so need. What drove you to do it? Is my fucking question. What happened? Something big? <laughs> fucking Tiger Woods? Are you kidding me? If Tiger Woods is gonna hit the goddamn thing, I'm gonna hit the goddamn thing. No, listen. Mm-hmm. I hit it at the Connecticut Golf Expo. I had about 15 extra yards on it. I liked it. I liked the launch angle. I liked the smash factor that I had. I liked the ball speed. So. I went a couple times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Listen, with the flight scope, Mevo, you know we're going to have that. I'm saying. There we go. So I went over to Chris Cody's, tested the um, driver out uh, on two different occasions, like the numbers again. Listen, we we had to pull the trigger. We are going to get it back, Kevin. We are going to get it back. Listen, I have an epic flash. We've got, we're, we're going to get a little money back there. I, you know, to be honest, I'm probably going to get the uh, stealth throughput too. Not going to lie. Um, the, the, we might wow. have, a, we might have a full tailor-made bag coming soon. Uh, minus bomb tech wedges, obviously, because those are a staple in the life in the rough family. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just not ready for that. Um, do you ever see like one of the sets of the bomb tech wedges that go on sale? Like you don't need a new set of wedges, but you're like, oh, I'm going to want those someday. Oh, and I may yeah. as well just go and get them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing I love about it, Kev, is I, I, you know, I, I added, you know, 15 yards to my drive with the stealth. It's going great. It feels great. But, you know, it's just throwing money at the problem. No, it sounds what? like you're throwing an extra 15 yards at the problem. That sounds like that would solve some problems. Well, that's the great thing about it. And I'm glad you brought it up because the kid went from one number and then the next number was lower. So, listen, it's clearly, obviously. Taylor what number stealth. are we talking about? Well, I, I, okay. So do, do we want to just go, do we want to <laughs> get into our rounds yet? Yeah. Well, do, uh, do you want to kill more time? Like, I don't do, would you rather talk about your round or you would rather allude to talking about your round? What do you want to do, Brian? Uh, Charlotte's being rocked to sleep right now, Kev. So I can talk for the next three fucking hours if you want. <laughs> um, Send us an email if you want to listen for the next three fucking hours, by the way. <laughs> All right. So the unedited we, version will be available. Yeah. I, I apologize. So we had um, men's club event. This Saturday, I, it was okay. this was a, this was a late entry for me. I, I was I going to say I didn't think you were going to be able to play this weekend. Had no no thoughts that I would be able to play last week. We had so much going on; it seemed like it was not going to happen. Late late Thursday, got the wife drunk. She said I could. No, I'm just kidding. Um, something like that. But she said I could get a tea time. So boom, you know I booked that shit immediately. So had a 10 a.m. tea time um, Saturday morning, played with Mark, Stephen, and Andy. Great guys, great guys. Uh, Kev, the thing I want to bring up, though, about this round before I get into it, because uh, I want to ask you about it. So the way Blackledge works is they have front tees, which are used for women and, and seniors. Mm-hmm. They have middle tees. They have Back tee, which would be like considered the whites. Okay. They have back tees, which are considered the blues. Yeah. And then they have tournament tees, which are yeah. they're black. The blacks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when I showed up from the whites. So when I showed up to the course, uh, well, yes, yes. But so when I showed up to the course, I was joining a threes. All I, I checked in at the golf course and the guy um had said, Brian, just so you know, all these guys are playing the golds. Does that work for you? Or are you going to play the backs, which would be the blues? And I was like, no, I'll just play what they're playing. It doesn't make a difference. He's like, no, absolutely not. In the men's club, you could choose which ones you want to play. Wait, the, what? Well, it adjusts your handicap. So if you play the uh, blue. Yeah, okay. Like, whereas when we played Stanley, it was just you played from the whites. 
Well, that's how I feel like it should. I don't think you should be able to pick like, yeah, like you can obviously adjust your handicap, but that's only going to make a difference on those two holes that you like, say it's a two stroke difference from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Sorry. So back it up. I'm pretty sure only B flight and lower are allowed to do that. I don't think a flight has the, sorry, bro. I'm a B flight. No, I know. But like, honestly, even then though, like I, I would, I feel like everyone should play from the same tees or like if you're a senior, yes, play from like the, the senior tees. That makes sense. Like I'm fine with that, but like you guys shouldn't be like, I would pick the forward tees every single time. Yeah. Well, so either way, your, your handicap would be adjusted to that. So like you would get less strokes based on if, if you wanted to play the forward tees, you would, you wouldn't. No, I know. I just think in the, in, in an effort to make all things, equal for like league play like i feel like i would just have everyone play from the same tees personally but i I mean hey what what, do you disagree like would you rather have your option like it's nice to have the option obviously but like i no i think i'd kind of rather have it set i i I, so i played from the golds with them there's a 250 yard difference between the golds and the blues. So you've got four. Oh, so the golds are like the whites there. Yes. By following. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So there's 14 and a half yards average per hole difference. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to not, I, I'm joining a threesome. I'm not going to not play the tees that these guys are. Oh, are, are me, neither. me neither. Um, but I scored well. I scored well. Um, Tell me more. Well, so, and, and, and that's the thing I wanted to know though, before we got into it, should I feel bad about scoring well, because I was playing from a, a tee that was a little bit more forward than I'm used to playing because I don't know the whole is no, the same I mean, size. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't feel bad about that. I mean, what's, um, Oh, it's man, like 6150. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Um, no, then no, I wouldn't. I mean, that's you're playing a full length golf course. Like, it's not like you're playing, like, if you were playing from the Reds, maybe that would be a big enough difference to be like, yeah, well, maybe like those couple of those par fours might be par threes or all those par fives or par fours. But no, like, on, on a, I mean, a 6,200 yard course, like, no, I wouldn't yeah. feel bad about shooting well at all. I'd be pumped about shoot, shooting well. Yeah. The difference I played a about- 5,900 yard course this past weekend. Okay. All right. So, yeah, the difference is about 250. The Blues are just a little shy of 6,400 and the whites are just about 6,150. That's even better proof. Like even from the blues, it's not a super long course, you know? No, no. From the blacks is 6,800, but I've never seen anyone play from those. And that sounds miserable. Um, But I just didn't want to beat myself up. I appreciate the support. So listen, buddy brought out the stealth. This your first round with the stealth, the maiden voyage. Round round one with the stealth. We had some shitty weather last week, so I was not able. I mean, I hit it into the net a bunch, but was not able to get to the range before. I wish I was. Loved that top popping off of the liquor bottle. Kev just had to. Yeah. By the way, before we get into uh, your yes. first tee shot with the stealth, what are you sipping on, Brian? Let me guess. Let me guess. Oh, actually, no, I saw it. I was going to guess you had three white claws. One was a strawberry, one was a pineapple, and one was a mango, but I see. Little change up. We've got some Bud Lattes here. We are ready to go. Listen, because we have the Michael Jordan jersey on, we know he was a beer drinker. I thought I would just keep it classy. Got a couple Bud Lattes, bottles. They were fresh on ice, just like MJ. And, uh, you know, I'm keeping it cool. Kev, what about you? Let me tell, let me guess. Hold on. I haven't seen it yet. It's got to be something with a, a, a nice rock in the middle. It says, oh, okay, he just pulled up a glass. It says probably whiskey on the outside of that mug. I, I respect that. You should bring that mug to work. If I had a Sharpie, I'd cross it out and I'd put definitely whiskey. I'm drinking some bullet bourbon on the rocks. Bullet, baby. All right. So we're at and. Are we on Anderson or Gilead? Anderson, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. We're on the first tee of Anderson. You have your new stealth in hand. First tee shot. Tell me, where right. does this ball go? So it lands. I, I No, I hit it well. It lands like two feet left into the rough, three feet left into the rough. The totally thing fine. is. You want to be yeah, left no, there no, anyway. no, absolutely. So the thing is, before I go into the round, which I'm very proud about, 
before I say it. It was like I was hitting fairways and they were just rolling out. Like I, I didn't hit. I actually hit one, two, three, four. I hit four fairways. In my mind, I hit like 10 fairways. Look, I, I am glad you brought this up. And I was talking to Pat Tats about this this weekend because I made a comment to him. I was like, dude, I've hit so many. I've missed so many fairways that I've missed by about a yard or two yards or whatever. And he was talking, he's like, yeah, I usually mark my fairways too, but I started just marking my good drives, which I think I'm going to start doing instead of marking my fairways. Cause I don't care if I'm in the fairway, if I'm like, if I hit a bad, like you can hit a bad drive and still be in the fairway technically. But like, if I hit a good drive and I'm a, a yard or two off the fairway, like I care more about that than if I was actually in the fairway, you know what I mean? Dude, Kev, I completely agree. And there have been so many times where, like, I in my head, I'm like, I don't care that wasn't a fairway. But it's just instinctively, and I mentioned it on previous podcasts, like, it's just me being fucking weird. I fill out my scorecard. I put my initial. I put fur. I put gur. And then I just do it. But that does not mean I feel a certain way about the, the, the hole or the shot after I hit it. <laughs> Uh, like i'd rather hit a good drive that goes a couple yards off into the rough than hit a bad drive that hits a tree and kicks into the fairway (laughs) and and right i hit a fairway on the car you know what i'm saying like dude absolutely absolutely so um so let me just get into the round. So yeah, yeah, we're taking too many details here. The, Let's do it. The the way um the format was, it was just individual gross net um for the men's club. I paid a little bit extra for um Canadian skins. Have you ever heard of Canadian skins? Oh yeah, I'm me curious. Do you know what they so, are? Did you no? Find so out for, they are? first of all, I paid into them like eight holes before I fucking even figured out what they are. Cause I asked the group and they were like, no, I have no idea what Canadian skins are. <clears throat> so start out, miss the fairway. Uh, we're playing Anderson Glenn. Yep. Uh, miss the fairway on the left-hand side. I-, I was still in pretty good position. Um, my approach shot, I'm on the fringe. It's not a green. It is not a green. I chip close. I won putt for par. Okay. What I, but like when I say one putt, like I chipped it to probably like four feet, like it's uh, the 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 short game was on. So um, yep. I don't I don't want to have to go through everything like that. But so the second hole, another one putt um, for a bogey. The, actually, no, I will say something about this. I smashed the fairway, misread the distance, shot it over the green hits the top of the hill, lands on the next tee box. So I've got to get this ball like 50, 60 feet probably up before the green even starts and there's a bunker there. I smash it into the hill. It bounces up, sits on the fringe. I chip on, and then I one-putt for the bogey. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, yeah, no, I felt like I I was very grateful for that. It's nice to get away with one early. Yes, dude, absolutely. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the reason I say that is when you're playing well and you get away with something like that on like 14, you're like, oh, shit, like I'm really, I'm really just holding my game together here. But like that just like kept you like you crisis averted there and like you have nothing else to worry about. You have so much golf to play, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, What once I saw my ball down there, I was thinking double. I was thinking triple. I was – all bad thoughts, which you shouldn't yeah. think about. But, listen, you also have to keep – you have to be fucking real with yourself, too. Like, yeah. you can't just, you know, block everything out. So, next hole, um, <clears throat> extremely difficult. It's number one handicap on the course. Um, I put myself into some shit on the right-hand side. I was able to punch myself out. I smashed it into the face of a bunker. Luckily, once again, get lucky. It fucking rolls out. It. I hit it with such force. It pops out of the front of the bunker, and I'm sitting on the lip of it. So I chip on, and I'm able to two-putt two for another bogey. Okay, so you're two over through three? Two over, two over through three. Next okay. hole, par five. I, I, I par it. 
the following hole. Oh my goodness. Um, three putt, three putt, triple bogey. Listen, we're not going to bore you with the details. A three putt, Kev. I don't think. Okay. I, I think you need to to get to get uh to get to Blackledge, and and just really feel again how brutal these greens are. Because I don't think I don't think you estimated enough. Don't get me wrong. I was a douchebag. I was a douchebag. Um, there was no reason I should have three putted that. But no, it was downhill all the way. So my issue was yeah. my first putt was short. My my. Second one, you can't stop it, right? Right. And then I left. So I left it, you know, two feet past, and my third one went in. But it, ah, I get it. I get it. I was there. I was there this weekend. Believe me. All right. Sorry. So we're four over through five. Okay. Um, par four. Uh, sorry, par three. Oh my God. I'm so happy to tell this. So I land this about pin high. This is a very narrow very narrow green we're talking about like a buck 65 um from the the golds that we're playing um i landed about pin high but it's just on the fringe okay i addressed my shot and there's definitely like some some grass right behind my ball and i go to hit it and I hit the ground first, the ball pops up, and then I hit the ball again. Oh, it's not on purpose. You're fine. Yeah, no, no. it. Yeah, but I hit the ball farther away than I was to begin with, so it wasn't fine. And it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I still went up and down for bogey. Um, but, no, no, it was horrible. So, Kev, the thing is, like, um, the other people in our group, they were dealing with the cart girl, so they were, like, just behind us. Um, me and Mark were just playing our balls out, you know, just continuing on. And I was like, dude, that fucking sucks. He's like, what happened? I was like, yeah, I, I don't know if other people have experienced this. Maybe it's just me that this shit yeah. happens to. Sometimes you hit the ground and it stops your club. It hits the ball and you continue swinging. And mm -hmm. then the ball is more forward than the club and you hit the ball again. Like it's, Certainly not on fucking purpose. Clearly, I would have hit the ball where I wanted to. So here's what happened, Kev. While they were still walking up to hit their shots, I was like, let me put this ball back down. I hit it, and I chipped it in. Exactly where I was with the same exact club, I was like, let me just try this again. Oh, my God. They Will they allow that in a league match? Oh, no, 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 no. It was a bogey, for sure. But I No, I know, but even just the fact that you like did that, did they allow that? I don't know if the rules are that strict. I don't know if Ringo is out no. there. No, I, well, that's what there, that's there exactly were definitely, what I was thinking. Like Ringo would be cracking the whip there. Yeah, like, no, they were because that's like practicing. It's like rolling putts. Yeah, there were you know? definitely people like in front of us, like hitting extra putts. While I'm, I mean, they weren't holding us yeah. up at all. Like, but if you've got nothing else to do, dude, I, I oh, listen, I would never be that person that would say someone is rolling putts when they shouldn't be like, Oh dude, no, nothing I'm just, else fucking do like go for it's it. A, but it's a sanctioned event. <laughs> all I'm saying. Anyway. All right. So you are now five over five through over, six, five over through six. Yeah. Okay. So then I par the next hole, um, which is the uphill par four, like three thirty, three forty. 340 hit a real good line. had like a hundred yards. And two putt, two putt par. Next hole, um, 170 yard par three. I put it to like five feet. No, I put it to like eight feet above the hill. Downhill putt, drain the birdie, get the skin for thirty eight for thirty eight dollars and seventy five cents. Um, which I had to pay for your round or pays for your men's league entry at the very least absolutely absolutely um finished on a par five <clears throat> just missed the fairway just missed it like just ran out of room but i was at the 200 yard marker because i took uh, on the tree line yeah um, left it a little bit short of the green put it on two putt par so finished with a 40 on the front nine nice that's Dude. a front that's a front loaded uh four over or five yeah. over right? hitting four right hitting four greens 
Yeah, that's yeah, four over hitting four greens. Yep. That's what I'm talking about, though. Like you have those like holes that you save yourself early, like you got through that and now you just built yourself some momentum. Like you have to save yourself late in the round. You start feeling like you're falling apart. So I feel I feel like there's good things to come here. So tell me more. Well, and I, I so I didn't play as well on the back, but I would say that there were still better things to come. So I started par double with the three putt par 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 double par bogey par i finished with a 41 i okay. hit five greens on the back nine overall so i i finished with an 81 that's which, a fantastic score oh, crushed it crushed it nine over right yes okay nine over so on Great. the par three on the par threes i shot even wow that's the, that's awesome Dude, that, in my opinion, and don't get me wrong, my my score definitely fluctuates, but par threes is one of the biggest variable holes that people are going to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, To be able to shoot, I shot, and I wish I did better on this, but I shot one over on the par fives, even on the par threes, and eight over on the par fours. Wow. I had had 10 pars. Yeah. Yeah. I can't you were, you were, it's a very steady I, round that's like, had, that's what you I, want out of your golf game like you want had, to be steady making pars like that's what absolute, you're looking for absolutely i had 10 pars in a birdie it, i only had seven holes where I, right. I had some shit go down um three doubles and and four and would have been four bogeys in but no triples um a couple three putts bro i just need to i just need to get it centered but i will say um, and I don't want to bring like the, the tease back into it, but I think the stealth is what was putting me in better position, but it did feel like on my approach shots, like it was nicer to have 140 and then 150. And I oh, would yeah. also, I, I, you know, um, but it, oh man, it, it was great. Let me tell you though, there was, um, there was an instance and you've heard of, you've heard this on the podcast before. People not yelling for Kev. I don't like that. Was it someone hitting towards you or someone in your group that didn't yell for? Someone hitting to it. Hitting in. <laughs> I thought I hit it. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> on the 12th hole, after I hit an, another great par, um, yeah. we're standing on the tee box of 13 par four about like a buck 45 downhill we're walking we're about to walk to the tee and a ball soars over our head by like 12 15 yards and just sticks into the ground and i look behind us and i see one kid like throw his hand up to like point to another kid of like where it went so i throw both my hands up like i'm miley cyrus yeah and i'm just like i you know i don't say anything at first you know mj jersey is not on but as they get closer the kid is just like holding back and we've already two dogs. Oh, and, yeah, I know what you mean. And so as we go down, I was like, hey, bud, uh, you in the red shirt, you're the one who hit that ball right down there, right? He's like, oh, yeah, that's me. I was like, all right, well, how about a four? He's like, well, I didn't think I was going to reach you. I was like, well, you went over us by 20 yards. So how about if you think you're going to be short of us by 20 yards, you let me know because I'm not trying to get hurt. Right. And he – he looked at me like I'm the biggest dickhead on earth. And I was like, bro, you're not on tour. You can't just throw an arm in the air, left or right, even though you right. don't throw an arm in the air regardless. you That's how people Dude, get hurt. Like, I have no if, fucking patience for that. If I hit an Eric shot off the tee and I see it going in a direction I can't see what's over there, I yell for. Just because you never know. I mean, if it's a course, if it's colony and I know that it's like, that's just woods there. There's like no way there's anybody there. I won't say anything, but like, that's just generally the rule of thumb. If you don't really know where it's going, but it's kind of going somewhere near where someone may be, just yell for, you're not going to get like, you're not going to get hurt by the yell for. Yeah, no, didn't, didn't like that. So what ended up happening? Oh, irony. Two holes later, one of the guys I'm with hits an Aaron T shot smacks their cart dead square in the middle of their cart they were on our side of the hole in the defense and he screamed for they moved out of the way 
and then it smashed the cart. Kev, here's where it gets even more interesting. As we approach them, they say, and these guys are right behind us, so they're in the men's cup. They say, it hit our cart, but it probably would have hit like 40 yards up, so you could probably drop there. Oh, no. That's not and, what you want in your men's club. So, so the guy looks at me. He's like, hey, did you hear what they said? I was like, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. That makes no sense. That's, that's not the way it works. Uh, unfortunately, as Billy Madison would have it, you play that ball as it fucking lies. Uh, sorry, Happy yeah. Gilmore. Um, uh, Frankenstein's it, fat foot. Yo, it is what it is. Like, there's no, like, well... If that didn't hit that stump, it probably would have rolled on the green. Why don't you just put the ball there and then play your next shot? Like, I I said it to the people in my group, and they're like, yeah, no, they're in the men's club for sure. And I was like, anybody got an issue with that? Right. And like, I, I bet they're nowhere near your flight. They seem like they have no idea what they're doing. I don't know. I just thought it. It was it was wild, but that's one of the things you deal with in a in a men's club event, right? Because right. say if it's a group of four guys, and they just sign up to play together each week, you don't have to be in the same flight to play together. You right. can just play together as friends. So, you, uh, Carl, take another. Right. Oh, Carl, hit another in the woods. Hit it like there are yeah. t- like it could it can be you know, questionable. And I'm not saying that's what's happening, but I'm just saying it, it, it does leave it open. You know, well, honestly, dude, even just like the rules of golf themselves are very like, first of all, they're always changing and like things change year to year and like that can make things complicated. But like you and I play a ton of golf and there's, if I'm playing in like an, like a league event or something like that, that's like somewhat regulated half the time I'm like, like, what do I have to do here? Cause like, it's very specific what you're supposed to do as well. And like in a men's league, like it's gotta be so hard to police that, but also know that it's happening reliably. No, you're absolutely right. Wow. How about that? I want to talk about your rounds and then I have some exciting news for you about my handicap that I think you're going to be very interested in towards the end of this. Uh, I'm always interested in all things. Well, because I, I gave you completely false information last time. It's completely reversed. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Which, which used to be, that'll be our closer. 81 is what you shot. Yeah. Nine over buddy with (sighs) bro. Nine over nine over in April. Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey, I shot a 37 on the back nine of Chevy on President's Day in February. Come on. I, Kev, I figured it out. I figured it out, and I know how to play good golf now. Awesome. You'll have it for like two more weeks, and it's going to go to shit for a month or two. Don't worry. You know how golf yeah. works. Yeah, no. It's like a roller coaster. But yeah. you just got to leave that bad shit at home, play with the good shit, and – don't take no fucking excuses. No excuses. No excuses. So, Dennis, I'm talking to you. We'll see you out there on the course. I don't know why I said that because let's go who's with it. De- who's Dennis? Oh, Dennis Anaselli, baby. Oh, he's oh, in the, the league. He's in the league. Bro. Oh, so he just had a birthday. Guess what his wife got him? I know what his wife got him. He's checking some carbon fiber, baby. I love that. Good for him. Good carbon for fiber him. family. He's already a bomb tech user. He now uses he's the bomb techs, bro. Dennis is on the bomb tech squad, <sighs> dude. My bomb techs were dialed this weekend. Honestly, tell me about it. I'll tell you a little bit about. I it. shot an eighty-one. I shot. Listen, bro. <sighs> I shot. I shot nine over, playing to a twelve. I got like forty bucks for the men's club, and then another forty bucks essentially for skins with that oh. birdie. Love that. You, you get cash there too, right? Um, I think it's credit, but I'm pretty sure it's good for like there and Chris Cody's is where they, they get all their stuff. Oh. From. So if you like have extra stuff, uh, like funds, I think you can just like use it at Chris Cody's, which, which That's definitely sick. works out. I'm going to sell it on the street um, for sure. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm looking for some polos. You, you know what I actually need, Cap? I need a new push cart. 
I've had a, this push card for like 12 years. Pro shop. Oh, no, 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 no. But doesn't it always feel better when you buy things with winnings? Oh, yeah. That's what I what? like. It's nice to have the pro shop credit because, like, I, I like to just keep the balance because then, like, you go in there, like, you're running late. You get there for, like, a league or, like, even just, like, a round outside a league. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, I need, like, a glove or, like, something like that. It's just like, oh, oh yeah. I got balance. Use that. I don't know. I kind of like the pro shop. Like it is like, I wish it was cash obviously, but like, it's kind of nice to just like have that like little like bank of golf money to have. Definitely wish it was cash, but like you got, you, you got stocked up with those sick pro V ones through the marketplace. So you're stocked there. But I think like in the, in the past, once I grab like the polo and the pullover, like, I feel like that's where I go for pro shop credit. I grab a couple gloves and whatever else I have, like, like yeah, I'm I'm typically not going to buy a club there, right? So besides that, it's just like all right, well, give me three bro- boxes of Pro V ones and and let's get out of here, and then you just get stacked up. But hey, man, they are good. They nothing wrong with a stockhold. No, not at all. It's actually so you bringing that up made me think about this. I've played seven rounds this year with the Pro Vs. I've already only gone- hitting them, huh? I, I'm, oh, I'm hitting them well. I've only gone through three of those balls though, and one of them I lost this weekend in the middle of a fairway. It just like plugged somewhere, and I couldn't find it. Hmm. No, I was only saying just so early in the season. I, I'm still kind of hitting like a whatever sort of ball. Oh, oh, oh! I'm I don't know. Just, I'm just because like it's been so round, wet. I, I had I had two plugs this past week. Don't get me wrong; I got them out, but. Um, we might have to take this offline, but Kev, I love the life in the rough balls. I think we might need to put them on pro V's. They're not as reactive on the vices. I'm just not, uh, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm I not feeling say, it. Funny. Hey, we might be able, giveaways, you know? Yeah, we could maybe do that. I will say I get way more. So I played the pro V one X version of the vice, the pro plus, And then I, now I just have regular pro V ones, which are supposed to be the lower spinning ball. And I find that I get way more spin around the greens with the pro V ones. than I did with the, the pro pluses in the vice. So I'm, I'm, I've been very content with the pro V's. Don't get me wrong. Let's talk about the price point here. We're not like, Oh, well, I mean, you, know, for- you got to find the Facebook marketplace deals. That's on you guys. I'm not trying to, I'm not out here trying to sell you pro V's. I'm just saying like, Look on Facebook Marketplace, get yourself a good deal. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, um, Brian, I got back to town of Colony this weekend. First round of the year. First, uh, second day they were open. The past about, time, about time they opened. Both Pat, bo- both Pats or just Pat Oh, yeah, Pat Tats and Nelly. Pat Tats right. and Nelly. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, they finally opened, and we normally – honestly, I was shocked. So, normally, they open up, like, the red and the green nines, which are the outside nines, and then blue and the white, like, they open up a little bit later. But we ended up playing the blue and the white, which I was not expecting. I was expecting to play red and green, but I was excited because I prefer to play blue and white. Now, 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 before you get into this, since we had brought it up before, what what, what tees do you guys collectively play together? Do you we play from the Different whites. tees? We play from the whites, and the whites on the white to blue is about 64 to 65. Yeah. Or, okay. I'm sorry, uh, 63 to 64. Okay. I. That is. It's a par yeah. 72 as well. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That That's a good, that's a good number. Yeah. I, I will say on these two nines specifically – the par fives are they're like three shot par fives. Like there's not too many par fives on the course that you can really get to and two unless you have to hit two very perfect shots. Um which, which, in the bag. No, no. I there's a one par five on the white that's it's really long. I don't think I've ever gotten there in two, even like with a perfect drive and a perfect second shot. It's just like a long hole. But anyway, I, I'm really excited going to colony first time of the year we're pumped up playing with the pats just like old times we're just we're in our comfort zone here so um start off i hit the first three fairways uh, actually i'm sorry i hit the first four fairways because the fourth hole is a par three didn't have that fairway five straight pars to start off my round 
So I'm feeling good. I'm pumped up back wow. at Colony. Start with five straight pars. That's five pars with three one putts. Yes. Yes. Oh, you were taking after me, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm getting like short game was just feeling really good. Like I was I was hitting good putts. I was I was chipping very well. Um, and honestly, two par five, I stuck my approach to like five, six feet and missed the putt. So I was really pissed about it. I thought I was going to make birdie there anyway. So I go on a string of five pars and then I go on a string of something different. I go on a string of bogeys for one, two, three, four, turn the card over five, six. So I go five straight pars feeling really good about my life. Six straight bogeys. Not thrilled. Not off the rails, though. No, not off the rails. And that's not, honestly, that's what I was going to say. This is kind of like the moral of the story of this round. Like, I didn't really get off the rails. Um, so I do five pars, six bogeys. Then I go two pars in a row again. So I'm like, okay, okay. I'm back on the par train. Let's just close this round out. And then I get right back on the bogey train. I go bogey, double, bogey, par, par. So I had all bogeys and pars except for one double. Ten over. Yep, shoot 82. Yeah. Um, but I was just kind of like scrambling. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't – like the game didn't feel super sharp. I was getting up and down really well. Like I must have said it walking up to every green of the first like six or seven holes. I'm like I'm making myself get up and down way too much. Like I'm making myself work way too hard for this right now. But – um, I don't know, man. I felt good. I was actually driving the ball decently well. I hit, um, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I was not driving the ball that great. I hit seven fairways. I hit four greens the entire 18 and I shot 10 over. Wow. Yeah. Bro. So the, the opposite, remember last week, uh, I was saying I couldn't hit a green to save my life or actually I didn't golf last week, the week before. Yeah. I can't hit greens. I hit 10 greens this past weekend. Well, oh, yeah. uh, sorry, nine. And then one, I was like three inches off, but like a little bit more dialed in. No, it felt good. Uh, hitting greens, fucking making putts. The, the, oh, man. Oh, I'm so it, ready for the, oh, I'm so ready it, for summer camp. We got some great, we got some great events coming up, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. CPC. It's actually, so it's funny you brought up, that dynamic between like your very different rounds because the very next day I also walked 18. I had, the, I had about the same amount of fairways, I had eight, eight fairways. And like, I missed a few, fair, like I was driving the ball pretty well all weekend, 12 greens. And I had two, greens. I had two or three holes that I was on the fringe, like literally missed it by like a, no more than a foot or two. So was like I was one? hitting, I was hitting really good approach shots. Was this you with Julia or? Oh no, I also walked nine with Julia, which we actually no, oh we God. walked animal walked seven and a half because there was a group of these like they were like these four high school kids that were in front of us. We caught up to them on like the sixth hole and they were just like doing they, the reefer. They, I gotcha. You, no, you couldn't I mean, stand no, I mean I don't think they were doing the reef. They just like didn't know how to be on a golf course kind of thing. Like they like, they knew we were behind them. They didn't let us play through, but like, they also like, I could tell like they didn't know that they were supposed to do that either. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to be the one that tells them. And like, we were just like, I had already walked 18 that day. We were just out having fun. Julia was getting frustrated anyway. I'm like, let's just go home. Um, But yeah, I fucking, um, eight fairways, 12 greens. Like I said, I just missed two other greens and I, um, I shot eight over, but I played at stadium, which is the course now, I mentioned a couple of weeks hold on, ago. Hold on, back up though. Eight yeah. over. What is that in terms of a rating with your, is that over? So, your, so. No, that's what I was going to say. So this is a par 71 and from the whites, it, it's like 68 or something like that. Like I logged eight over and I think it counted as like an 11 differential or something like that. Like it was a lot. Um, so like, oh, wow. I, I was texting That's you about this the fun. other day, like I'll probably shoot the best, like I'll probably break the best score of my life at this score. Like we're planning on playing here a decent amount this year, just cause like it's a shorter course. It's somewhat flat. Like if we're walking two 18s a weekend, like it's nice, like Sunday course to go play. Cause it's a little bit of an easier walk kind of thing. 
Oh yeah. And it's like, it's a nice course. Like it stays dry. Like the greens are in really good shape and it's, it's fun to play, but it's not like, there's no bunkers on the course. It's a little bit shorter. Like it's, it's 6,000 yards from the whites. Like it's not a very long course. Um, like most of my approach shots are around a hundred yards, sometimes a little bit shorter, sometimes a little bit longer. Um, like I think I'll probably beat the best round of my life this year at this course, but it probably won't be a lower differential than like my previous good scores, you know? Yep. Yeah. I hear you. Um, but either way, I mean, felt good to shoot in the 80 or the seventies. It's part of 71 shot 79. Dude. Hell yeah. So speaking of scoring, so I shot in 81, which is, was dope for me. Let's be real. Come on. I mean, you shot that's what nine over, right? Yeah. And you're what, what's your, uh, t- so tell me what your handicap is. So it was a 12, nine going into that round. Okay. It's now at a 12, six. Hell yeah. Af- after that round, but we are so trending, we are trending Kev. And I thought you'd be happy about this because um, the next last week I had told you that <clears throat> I, I was misled. I had told you that like my next couple rounds are all popping off. So my handicap's going to keep going up. So actually my next three rounds are not counted towards my handicap. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I, I knew you would love that. Um, but even, even furthermore, then it's an 88 that's counted. And then there's one, wait, and then there's, one, two, three. Then there's four more rounds that are not counted. So, oh, dude, you could get into single digits in like the next three weeks. Like, I don't want to say easily, but like, throw a couple of good rounds on there. Like, you're just, you only have your bad scores to give up in your next seven or eight scores, essentially. Yeah, saying, got, right? a, got a lot of 80, 81s, 84s. Um, yeah. That's kind of similar to my situation right now too, actually. Um, But it like, you know how I fly off the handles. I've got some 91s, 96s, 95s. Like, yo, when it goes off the handles, your boy is not holding back. He's like, yo, give me another ball. Give me another ball. Caddyshack. You think I give a fuck? Give me another ball. You're like John Daly. Who gives a shit? After you go so high on a hole, it does not count towards your handicap. I don't care what the fucking number is on my score. And it, it and you know it truly doesn't matter. Like on your score, like say you shoot in 110, it's only gonna count up to a certain point. Like after you yeah, get over- that only matters on a round that maybe you're playing well and you just have like one hole where you're blowing up. But aside from that specific circumstance, like it doesn't fucking matter. It's like, yeah, no. give me another ball and don't make it a life in the rough ball. No, no. Um, well, it's awesome, man. You're already trending down. Mine hasn't moved. I uh Kevin, you're already a single. Well, that's the thing. Like, I have to post such a good – like, so I was thinking about, like, when I was talking to you about how, like, easy this stadium course – I shouldn't say it's, like, that easy, but, like – How long was it? 6,000 from the whites. The blues are, like, 62, but there's no bunkers on it. All right, so no bunkers is easy. But I'll say the same thing. I don't know who was asking me about distance between – Blacks and blues. Listen, the cup is still the same size. Oh yeah, no, I. If, I know, if I you know. can't, if you can't just drive the green, you still have to hit another club, and then be able to putt it. it right. Um, no, I know. Yeah, I've, dude. I will say, I shot seventy nine. I had six or seven like long putts that I left to, like they all looked like they were going to go in the hole and they stayed within five inches of the hole kind of thing. Like I was putting really mm. well. It's just like, there was a bunch that wasn't dropping. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking for, it's a fun course to play. I'm looking forward to playing that a little bit more this year. Um, but I love that you're trending down. I would love to start trending down myself. Maybe, maybe this weekend is going to be the weekend to do it. You're not gonna be able to play this weekend. Are you? Uh, definitely not. Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. We're going to work on Friday. Who knows? But, dude, I'll tell you. It's just all about mm, – I need to be more, more flexible. I need to just feel it. Dude, you should do yoga. I know. 
And I'm pretty sure I uh, mentioned that probably 23 episodes ago. I still haven't done it yet, but we're doing yoga. We're Julia and I were five days into our uh, 30 day yoga challenge. Send me a link, bro. What the fuck? Oh, I'll get you in. You want to hang out with it? Dude, yoga with Adrian. This is like a shameless plug. Like they're not a sponsor, but they, she should be. Maybe we'll get in touch with Adrian. Maybe she'll sponsor us. But yoga with Adrian on YouTube is life changing. I enjoy doing yoga. It's nice. Yeah, I'll get in there. Yeah, I'll send you the link right now, but um, I will report back next week. I want to hear about you doing at least one yoga video. And I want to hear about that handicap going down again. Well, I got to play, but dude, I'm telling you, the handicap is going to go down. I No, the, the handicap is definitely going to go down. That's what I'm saying, dude. You have like one score out of your next eight that are going to come off and it's your last. It's like your worst qualifying score. Oh, I got an 87 from Keeney, an 89 at Blackledge, a 96 at Tallwood, and and then an 88 at Blackledge accounts. So, yeah, no, we're good. Oh, yeah, the kid's going to go low. Oh, maybe I should shoot high, though, before I I meet you on the course. Kidding. I've been shooting high. You're me. Bro, I'm I'm just kidding. 79, 81, I've been shooting high, you know. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to talk to you about it. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, um, but yeah, let's. Uh, we'll chat next week, and y'all can listen to us next week. I'm Kevin O'Coin, and I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Woo!